Welcome to the Human Habit Podcast, where we bring you insights into everyday human behavior and help you to change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. I'm your host and brother, Ibrahim Salaman, the Human Habit Guy, a street scientist in the school of everyday life. Inshallah, in each episode, our goal is to bring you ideas related to all things, the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us, and more importantly, how to break the bad habits that hold you back and make good ones for successful changes so that you can become healthier happier smarter wiser stronger and the best or greatest version of yourself inshallah one habit at a time starting with you and me today thank you for listening enjoy the podcast أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري واحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين و praise and thanks due to Allah hi everyone I hope you are all good and well and in good health and imam of faith inshallah and in today's episode inshallah I would like to make you to rethink everything that you know about human habits and especially the nature of human habits and everyday life and human behavior inshallah and to be honest with you and I've decided to make this episode into two parts because and all the ideas and this ideas I wanted to share and discuss with you and to be honest it's going to be over nearly like 15 minutes long so I thought rather than doing one long episode inshallah I will uh, make it into two parts so inshallah please be patient with me and I'm sure and even if you are kind enough to listen to me talk about my favorite topics I'm sure and maybe like everybody else you are busy so you might not have the luxury of the time and even if you had the attention span so inshallah and I made it so that everyone can get an opportunity to listen to it I made it into two parts therefore that's the reason why I made it into two parts so please be patient with me and I hope it suits you as well inshallah ever since Allah helped me to say goodbye to several bad habits of defeating behaviors or negative attitude like choices and hello to some meaningful positive changes and good habits I've been curious about how we can harness and leverage the extraordinary power of human habits which already determines so much of what we do in everyday life to achieve anything and I've been pursuing this for a while but before I share with you these new ideas let me just tell you a quick story because I'm going to share it from you from the perspective of a street scientist in the school of everyday life and I told you last week that how I became a, uh, my story of how I became a street scientist in the school of everyday life which I find as somebody who studies the art and the science of everyday life and human behavior and lifestyle choices and especially key role habits play in human behavior and lifestyle choices they say your life today is because of your thinking yesterday and your life tomorrow will be because of your thinking today and the reason why i want to tell you that if you were said to me like about six years ago right you're gonna and you're gonna have a podcast something called a podcast and you're gonna be teaching your brothers and sisters about human habits and its extraordinary power i would say to you i don't care about it. i just want to know how to quit these bad habits <laughs> and that's because that's all i was interested in that's all i used to think about right but the, the night i officially became a street scientist who was interested in helping the somali and my somalian people 
was the night because I was asleep. I was always talking about how to break bad habits and how to make good habits because I was, this is what I used to think about, right? These were my habits of mine. Inshallah, we'll talk about the mental, our mental life and the mental habits in next week's episode. But today we're just going to focus on the, uh, the physical machinery of human behavior and the mental machinery of the human mind. We'll talk about that next week. But the point I want to, the, the story I want to tell you was one night I, I, I was in my room and I wrote down and I, and I had a thought. So I thought to myself, or I said to myself, like, like this, this habit, I realized, like, I realized that habit change was harder for you know what if you can crack breaking bad habits and making good habits look how many people you can help and that night I wrote down the list of 10 brothers 10 Somalian brothers in my city Sheffield or in my local area in the Bone Grief area who were who let me in into their hearts and minds and were telling me like they were also struggling with the similar like the similar bad habits and self-defeating behaviors and negative addictive lifestyle choices that I was trying to break and they always used to ask me they always wanted to know how I was doing and how things were going if they knew I was serious <laughs> they knew I was serious about breaking and don't get me wrong there were a lot of other problems who were in the similar situations but sometimes you know as human people as we'll see as we will see in, for, in future episodes sometimes we can all have the deadly human habit of denying or not acknowledging our problems which is a deadly human habit itself but anyway these 10 problems were honest enough to open their hearts and minds because only Allah knows what's in our hearts and minds but they were honest enough to open up to so I wrote down the list of those 10 brothers and I realized that, you know, behavior change and making them breaking habits was hard. So I thought, if I can crack this, look how many people I can help. So that night I wrote down the list of those 10 Somalian brothers and, and I think that was the officially the night I became a street scientist because I started investigating and examining and how to, you know, break bad habits and make good habits. And my curiosity, like I told you, you know, I have a childlike curiosity and passion, interest, engagement and fascination and now it's become my it's my it's my quest to understand the nature of human psychology has now become my quest and hobby to try to discover the mystery of the human mind and the secret of the human heart and the human soul anyway just that's just a quick story just to say how i officially became a street scientist and like i said your life today is because of your thinking yesterday and your life tomorrow will be because of your thinking today because how we think defines how we act and behave and how we act and behave defines in the circumstances and events we find ourselves in so anyway without further ado let's get back to today's episode after after investigating examining as much as I could and I'm still learning and don't get me wrong I still got plenty of bad habits or a laundry list of habits that I need to quit so just because Allah told me to change some and make some new ones that don't mean I don't have any you know I still got plenty the only difference is now I'm a big believer in change your habits, change your life and transform yourself. And the reason why is this, because it, they say that in all walks of life, the successful people are always the ones who make consistent, smart decisions and choices. And that consistency leads to them developing good, effective habits and routines in their lives, in every area of their lives, whether that be home, work, school or any other way. And no surprises, they tend to be the healthiest, the happiest and the successful and they tend to have good strength meaningful relationship and a purpose in life so inshallah in that case and that's why we're going to start we're going to start our discussion exploring the nature of human habits since you cannot succeed with making smart changes or positive meaningful lasting behavior changes that stick without making good habits or effective routines right and they say that the real voyage of discovery 
paint is not in simply new landscapes but in having new eyes to see things with so inshallah that's why i want to make it rethink inshallah about the nature of human habits and the nature of everyday life and lifestyle choices and the reason why and it's because when i realized key role habits played in human behavior and lifestyle choices i realized i needed to understand how habits are formed and more importantly how to break the bad habits and how to make the good ones and the reason being for example but in wendy woods who is the world's foremost expert on human habit her and her colleagues say 45% of our day is on autopilot. In other words, we spend nearly half of our day is governed by our habits, by everyday habits and routines. Historians might agree with her because they say mankind is in waist deep in habits and routine. But philosophers will disagree with her. They say about 95% of our day is in habits and routine or is governed by habits and routine. Personally, I agree with the philosophers. The reason being is because uh, the science scientists scientific scientists their students like their participants are mainly like students in the western world and students usually have a bit more flexibility in in their life compared to a normal adult who is fully engaged in the school of life so meaning that students you know they can they can be flexible with their lives but a fully a normal adult person is really truly i would say 95 percent of it his life is habits and routines governed by habits and routine well, you know what that means though it means that everything you think everything you feel everything you do who you are how you get along with others and your whole life is made of habits and routine and that's because as human beings we are creatures of habits and routine and they shape our existence and our future in this life and the hereafter. So it will shape our destiny. And that's why even as I am in the Quran, Allah says, eat and drink in happiness for what you used to do. Think about that. What you used to do is not what you do once in a blue moon or once a week or once a month or once a year. Because what you do once a week, once a month or once a year doesn't really have an impact on your life. Like for example, if you eat a cheeseburger or junk food once a week or once a month or once a year, it doesn't really effective. Likewise, if you chew card once a uh, once a week or once a year, once a month, or if you smoke one cigarette once a week, once a month, once a year, the impact is not good, but I'm saying it doesn't have to impact. But what we do daily really does shape our life. It shapes our in other words, it shapes our existence, it shapes our lives, it shapes our future. Because it's how we use our time. That's why they really matter because it's how we use our time. And because, and because of the complexity of everyday life and human behavior, sometimes it's hard to be aware of the habits that are driving you because of the need. Because as Muslims, we know that, every, that everyday life is only really a shadow of reality. Because the Prophet Sallallahu said that if you could see, if you could see, if you could see what I could see, you would laugh little and cry a lot because you don't see the reality of the life of the world. And there's another first of all, says, I'm stretching, Allah says, approaching for mankind is their time of account, but they are heedlessly turned away. So Allah is telling us we are literally sleepwalking in life. And that's because even as you see, the nature of habits is one is one of the reasons we are sleepwalking. So I have my own little uh, behavior model change, which I call the committed self-determination method. And it is core elements, its core elements is what I call the five steps to lasting positive change. 
changes. So it's like self-awareness is made of like five core elements. Self-awareness, self-control, self-belief, self-management and self-talkonology, which is the psychology of how to talk to yourself and what to say when you do. <laughs> how to reprogram your mind, how so what. I'll be sharing with you favorite evidence. I'll be sharing with you more in future episodes, inshallah. But in today's episode, I want to share with you, I want to share with you the five pillars of human habit, which is part of the self-awareness, which is part of my self-awareness element or step. And basically, the committed self-determination method is a, is a set of ideas made of psychological principles, strategies, tactics, methods, and tools to help you systematically break bad habits and make good habits. So, to this, so today, this idea of this idea I want to share with you, the five pillars of human habit, is a simple framework which helps us to reduce the complexity, the complexity of everyday life and human behavior and lifestyle choices into a simple framework. And I want you, and I want you, inshallah, to see the world through the lens of these five pillars of human habit. And the reason for this is it helps us in a way to observe, it's a way for us to observe and evaluate our own behavior. Because the first thing is, the first thing to lasting positive meaningful changes is self-awareness. And I became curious about the role our thoughts or our self-private self-talk plays in, in plays and shapes like our decisions, self-human decision making, like self-awareness, self-understanding, and self-control, creativity and problem solving, good mental health. And like I mentioned to you, I'm interested in that dynamic. Like I mentioned last time in the last episode, that I'm really interested in the dynamic relationship between human thought, feeling, action, or behavior. And I realized that habits was the key, was the key here. Because you've got the habits of the mind, and the habits of the heart, and the habits of the soul, which we'll discuss in a minute. And they say, so, so the first step to lasting change is self-awareness. Because as somebody wisely put it, without it, we are flying blind. It means we are blind to our strengths, blind to our weaknesses. We all got blind spots, by the way. But it also means that we are blind to our unique gifts. Right? And that's why they say, where's the most expensive place in the world? Somebody said, New York, London, Paris, Dubai. So no, somebody said, no, it's the graveyard. Why? Because in there you'll find so many people who never discovered their purpose, who never discovered their talent, their gifts, their passions, their dreams, and never fulfilled any of those things. And not only did they let us down, not only are they regretting, but they also let us down too, because their gifts and their talent could have served us. And that's why they say there's three things that's extremely hard, metal, diamond, and to know yourself. <laughs> and I always tell people that, just to make them aware. And because we all got blind spots and you can never ever you can never 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 ever 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 change transform or grow or learn from your mistakes and experiences unless you develop good self-awareness or you get to know yourself on a better deeper level never and that's why the somalians they say it's not how you know yourself but how you are known meaning that you need 360 degree feedback you need your family your friends and all those who love you but that's why successful people have coaches athletes have coaches to help them improve and grow and learn and change, right? And also the Somalian they say that and they say that Mrudu Karta Mrudu Kalakutalo Arkapatesekutala Marko meaning that the elephant sees the blood sucking flea on another elephant but doesn't see the one on itself. So that means we get to see the mistakes, faults, sins and bad habits of other people, but we don't get to see our own ones. <laughs> 
Okay, so what I did, and when I realized, so this is when I realized that knowing yourself was hard. Because remember, I was asking like, oh, why is behavior change so hard? Why do you have so much trouble making good choices? Why are you oblivious and blind to the consequences of our behavior? It was this question that brought my attention to, for example, like why are we blind and oblivious to the consequences to our negative behavior in this life and day after? So, for example, somebody smokes and they pay money to poison themselves. But if if Tesco was selling the tube, I was silly and he said this tin of tuna contains poison that'd be outright right but as human people we go and pay £10 for a cigarette and it tells you and it's got images that is thinking to you so that means where is this person blind why is this person blind to that right and drunk food and how we waste that time so I was interested in how we are obviously blind to our negative everyday habits but then I also realised that we are blind to our gifts talent so really truly we do need to get to so because if you don't discover your unique gift you won't discover your unique contribution or you want to discover your ultimate purpose right so i realized that behavior change is hard and even worse i realized that people greatly underestimated the extraordinary power of human habits and how much power it exerts in our everyday lives that's when i that's when i started investigating trying to figure out ways of creating better self-awareness so we can make better decisions better choices better habits and you know become healthier happier smarter wiser and stronger and the best or the greatest version of us ourselves right so i was investigating this so so i want you inshallah today to get into the habit <laughs> and, and practice seeing the world through these in five pillars of human habits that i'm about to share with you and there's two major benefits really the first one it helps us to see the ins and outs of the psychological mechanism of mental systems that drive and organize our everyday thinking and behavior and our everyday behavior and we can get we can get clarity on why we do the things why we do the things we do even the things that we don't like or even the things that we regret later so that's the first one the second benefit is it helps us to identify and get clarity on what's what really matters what's important to us what do we value and also more importantly and also more importantly it helps us to trouble shoot and to notice and stop any bad habits self-defeating behavior or negative addictive lifestyle choices that are holding us back so that like i said we can change grow transform ourselves inshallah so first and first we're going to start with the basics what is a habit well the most common and ordinary definitions of habit are action or behavior you do regularly daily if it's familiar repetition practice other words these are all other words that we use most common one of course is routine but there's a subtle difference habit is one action or behavior you do but a routine is a string of habits so there's a secret or there is a cluster of habits so meaning like for example you've got your morning routine which consists of you waking up and doing your car going to the toilet doing your business in there and then going downstairs to eat your breakfast and then obviously maybe trying to work school or whatever else you do after that so that's a routine maybe you have a cigarette it consists of your morning routine it consists of you having a coffee tea cigarette or whatever right and that's that's a routine another word we use is familiar with that's common so it's addiction but addiction is a compulsive behavior you can't stop yourself doing so it's an ugly habit that's not gone out of control and the word addiction a funny little story it actually means slave it was only while i was researching i discovered this it means slave and in ancient 
Burma. In ancient times, when the Romans ruled the world, there was a law called the law of addiction. What that means was, if you owed me money and you couldn't pay me back, I could just take you to court, a Roman court, of course, and then they would say you're addicted to praying. What that means is, you'll be, you would be enslaved by me because you can't pay me, you can't pay my debt, or the money you owe me, you would become addicted to me. I know it doesn't sound healthy, <laughs> addicted to me, but the point I'm trying to say, you would have been addicted to me, that means you would have been enslaved by me. So I'd be your master and you'd be the slave. Now, use the word addiction whenever somebody, so, so now whenever somebody, it's got a negative connotation. So whenever somebody's like addicted to video game, addicted to social media and smartphones these days, or somebody's addicted to cigar or bad, or like me, I got addicted to hanging about with the phone crowd of friends. And like I mentioned to you, Allah saved me from the potential life of crime and a miserable existence of bad habits, treating behaviors or negative addictive lifestyle choices. Allah literally saved me and rescued me. I told you that my story, addiction, it means it's a bad habit or an ugly habit that's gone out of control. Okay, so another word we use is consistent, constant. The Somali word for, and for habit is interesting as well. I learned that it's called Ada. Ada is the Arabic word for habit as well. We borrowed it from the Arabic language. We say Ada. Ada means something established. So if you say, that's why we even sometimes use the film and say, when we're adding, we're adding, to mean that it's normal, it's common, it's familiar. So we say, when we're adding, 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 but adding means it's, it's established habit or routine, or it's a practice or behavior or an action we do constantly and consistently and it's common. That's all the everyday language. Okay, psychologists define it as different definitions, but they say like, for example, same, the same things we've just mentioned, but they use frequency of past behavior. Meaning if you did it yesterday, you do it again tomorrow. So it's frequency. So they use frequency. But I want to tell you as well now, they're starting to discover that it's actually a special type of memory. Because as you will see later on, when you see these pillars, it's a special type of memory or it's a psychological mechanism or mental system or thought process that drives your behavior and and that's that's what makes it special that's what makes it special it's a special type of memory and it's a special psychological mechanism or mental system or thought process that drives our behavior our mental life and our physical life of course and as somebody who's passionately curious about the psychology of human habits and how they make us or break us and how they shape our existence in this life and the hereafter you're not going to be surprised that i have to tell you that i also have my own new definition inshallah so i'll give you i'll try and encourage you to get into the habit of using this I call it the invisible nuts and bolts of everyday life. Because think about it, every structure, every man-made structure or most things in life are most things in life are made of nuts and are held together by their structure by what nuts and bolts. So since everything, whether it's a building, a bridge, car, your phone, everything is held together by nuts and bolts. So I call habits the invisible nuts and bolts of everyday life. <laughs> And shall why? Because habits make our life easy. They make our life easy and effortless and smooth, which is what we want. Because it's like when you learn to drive a car, you want it to be effortful. You want it to be hard all the time, like it was when you were a new learner. No, because it's a psychological mechanism or mental system or thought process that smoothly and easily drives our behavior. But it's a double-edged sword because they can also get us into trouble. As we know, inshallah. So, and that's why I have a catchy new phrase as well. I say, 
strong habits eat your good intention for breakfast that's right strong habits eat your good intention for breakfast because they say the road to hell is laid with good intention because everybody's got good intention to quit their bad habits self defeating behaviors or negative addictive lifestyle choices but we get into the negative habits or deadly human habits of procrastinating tomorrow, 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 shall I start tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> and laziness. So we never start. And that's why they say the road to the road to hell is laid with good intention. Because everybody has good intention to check with good intention and desire. But most people don't, obviously. Obviously, everybody knows that knowledge and education and information alone doesn't change you. Everybody knows smoking is not good for them. Everybody knows junk food is not good for them. But you always always to be sustainable. And like I was mentioning, every Friday as Muslims, we get a beautiful khutbah. Whether it's our brother, Sheikh Mustafa, Sheikh Sa'id, Sheikh or Sheikh Muhammad Ali Mawlid. It doesn't matter who. It's always encouraging us to change our ways and making us to focus on the on our here afterlife but this information and knowledge because information and knowledge alone doesn't change you what changes you is in behavior like actions changing the habits and that's when i realized because in the human mind is a habit creating machine the human brain system that drives our behavior all habit creating machine too why because they want to save energy they need to conserve energy and either by saving energy it eliminates there's no need to make a decision there's no need to pay attention right so no need to make decision and no need to make attention so it means that we are mindlessly automatically thoughtlessly just making every day we are literally making choices and decisions which are shaping our future in this life and the hereafter. So habits I realized was the number one key programmer or key ingredient to all human behavior and lifestyle choices. Whether that's the habits of the mind, habits of the heart, habits of the soul, or the habits of the rest of the body. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you did something new? See, if you ask people that, they pause and say, I haven't done anything new for a while. It means why? Because their behavior is habits and routine, like frequency. And that's why I always tell people, how do you know it's time to change? The number one way to know it's time to change is if you have a constant nagging feeling that you have to change there's a particular bad habit or self-defeating behaviors or negative addictive lifestyle choice you feel bad about or guilty or shame you know it's time to make changes and that's why they say change always starts with your commitment your true commitment to do something new in other words to make a new habit or break a bad habit so this begs the question how do you know you have a habit and this is what i want this is what i want to share with you my five pillars of human habit and hope you to see the world through the lens of these five pillars of human habits inshallah the first pillar to human habits of course is a trigger or a cue a trigger or a cue is any stimulus or a trigger is a trigger or a cue is any stimulus or reaction that changes your thoughts or your behavior because all human behavior needs a trigger because triggers are formed Habits are formed. It's a for how habits form. This is how habits form. Every habits are formed every time you do something or you perform a particular action in a specific context, and then you repeat that with frequency, repetition, practice, and familiar. Like we said, it becomes a routine. That's when it's, it becomes a habit and a routine. So habits are formed whenever you do a specific, a specific whenever you do something, whenever you do something, or you perform an action in a specific context and you repeat it again and again and again with repetition practice consistent constant then it becomes a happy effort so the next time you find yourself in that specific context you you will find yourself being triggered or cheated 
So that's why it's a special type of memory. So for example, as a Muslim, when you read the Adar, if you live in a Muslim country, you know it's time for Salah. But today, we don't, we, we don't have that option. So what happens is we use time. So Asr time, Fajr time, that's how we use it. But trigger or it could be like, for example, in, let's say you're on a diet and then if you smell the aroma of your favorite food, ah, and then what happens? At that moment, it has the potential to dissolve your resolve. <laughs> it has the, has the potential to dissolve your resolve to change your habits in terms of like your dieting. So before you know, you might find yourself relapsing. <laughs> Which is common, which is common. But what was the trigger? The trigger was smelling that food. So it seems like somebody wants to quit smoking. If they're walking down the street and they get a sniff of somebody else smoking, it brings it triggers them and then gives their urges and craving. And guess what? There's nine triggers for your food. Inshallah, in future episodes we will discuss how to master how to master your triggers when we like focus on self control. But there's nine triggers that just to be aware because the whole point of today is to be a self-awareness, right? There's nine triggers. Thoughts, feeling, situation, people, place, time, object, other habits because it is part of a routine and then body language. So if, you're, if I'm smiling or frowning or if you're smiling or you're frowning, all has that. Yeah, your physiological affects your psychology. So like for example, you see like if it's Friday and it's payday, you're happy. If you hate your job and it's Sunday night, then you're already dreading Monday and you probably like those people who say, I hate Monday. So um, all triggers. If you go, if you don't like your workplace and as soon as you walk in there, it triggers and cues all the negative emotions if you don't like your boss people if you don't or like me when i was hanging about with the wrong crowd of friends you get into the bad habits because as human people most of our thoughts most of our habits of mind are shaped by the people around us and most of our behavior is also shaped by the context so at work school you know any place you find yourself where your daily activities take place your behavior is also shaped by the environment surroundings inshallah or that space so all those are triggers. So you have to become aware of the triggers. What triggers you? The thoughts, the feelings, the situations, the people, the places, the times that trigger your emotions and chemistry and your psychology. You have to become aware of them. And we'll talk about mastering the triggers in future episodes. The second pillar, so that's the first. The second pillar is automatic. Once you repeat a habit enough times, it becomes automatic, autopilot. It becomes second nature, period. And that's good because when you learn how to drive a car, you, you practice, you practice, you take driving test, practice, 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 repetition, repetition, frequency, and then it becomes a habit and a routine, second nature. That's good. That's the second pillar. The third pillar of habits is mindless. Mindless means that the habit has now become instinctive or instinct literally means it's hardwired into your mental machinery of the human mind or into your, you know, your psyche, the habit. So good examples like this. Sometimes you find yourself, you know, when you're praying Salat, I find daily Salat. Sometimes you don't, you don't know how many rak'ahs you play. Like, did I pray three? Did I play two? Because you're probably praying tricks on you, right? So you don't know. You're mindlessly, like literally, you're not aware. Or the first few days of Ramadan, you might find yourself like drinking water. Does it break your fast? No. Why? Because you didn't do it intentionally. Because in order to do something deliberately, you have to have intention and attention. Intention and attention. So the heart and the mind have to both be involved. But in this case, 
your mind is drinking water because it's a habit, it's a routine, it's hardwired into you. That's why footballers and athletes and sports people always condition themselves in order for that skill to become mindless because you don't want to be, you, there's no thinking, there's thoughtless, you know, automatic. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, and my brothers and sisters, inshallah, and it's nearly coming up to 30 minutes and we are only up to the third pillar of human habits. So I think what I'll do, inshallah, I'll pause here because I've still got roughly about 20 minutes or more ideas and things that I would like to discuss with you. And that's just the fourth and the fifth pillar of human habits and to be honest with you because they're kind of related to emotional habits and there's few extra things that i would want to share with you like to go a bit more depth into those two pillars so instead of recording one hour one hour long an episode inshallah i'll I'll pause here and and continue with the other two pillars next week inshallah and and three new habits or suggestions or ideas and ways we can get better self-awareness so that we can give ourselves a chance of breaking the bad habits that hold us back and make good habits inshallah so jazakallah khairan for listening and uh, inshallah that's it for today and inshallah i ask allah to give us to give us all good in this life and the hereafter and I wish you success. So please and share it with family and friends. Consider subscribing. Consider subscribing. That's it for. See